Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is March 17th, the fifth Sunday of Lent, and also, for all you Irish out there, St. Patrick's Day. So, happy St. Patty's Day. We will be reading paragraphs 589 through 596 today. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus gave scandal above all when he identified his merciful conduct toward sinners with God's own attitude toward them. He went so far as to hint that by sharing the table of sinners, he was admitting them to the messianic banquet. But it was most especially by forgiving sins that Jesus placed the religious authorities of Israel on the horns of a dilemma. Were they not entitled to demand and consternation who can forgive sins but God alone? By forgiving sins, Jesus either is blaspheming as a man who made himself God's equal, or is speaking the truth, and his person really does make present and reveal God's name. Only div the divine identity of Jesus' person can justify so absolute a claim as he who is not with me is against me, and his saying that there was in him something greater than Jonah, greater than Solomon, something greater than the temple. His reminder that David had called the Messiah his Lord and his affirmations before Abraham was, I am, and even I and the Father are one. Jesus asked the religious authorities of Jerusalem to believe in him because of the Father's works which he accomplished. But such an act of faith must go through a mysterious death to self, for a new birth from above under the influence of divine grace. Such a demand for conversion in the face of so surprising a fulfillment of the promises allows one to understand the Sanhedrin's tragic misunderstanding of Jesus. They judged that he deserved the death sentence as a blasphemer. The members of the Sanhedrin were thus acting at the same time out of ignorance and the hardness of their unbelief. In brief, Jesus did not abolish the law of Sinai, but rather fulfilled it with such perfection that he revealed its ultimate meaning and redeemed the transgressions against it. Jesus venerated the temple by going up to it for the Jewish feasts of pilgrimage, and with a jealous love he loved this dwelling of God among men. The temple prefigures his own mystery, when he announces its destruction, it is a, as a manifestation of his own execution and of the entry into a new age in the history of salvation, when his body would be the definitive temple. Jesus performed acts, such as pardoning sins, that manifested him to be the Savior God himself. Certain Jews, who did not recognize God made man, saw in him only a man who made himself God, and judged him as a blasphemer. Paragraph 2. Jesus died crucified. Roman numeral 1. The trial of Jesus. Divisions among the Jewish authorities concerning Jesus. Among the religious authorities of Jerusalem, not only were the Pharisee Nicodemus and the prominent Joseph of Arimathea, both secret disciples of Jesus, but there was also long-standing dissension about, about him, so much so that St. John says of these authorities on the very eve of Christ's passion, many believed in him. 
though very imperfectly. This is not surprising if one recalls that on the day after Pentecost, a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith, and some believers belonged to the party of the Pharisees, to the point that St. James could tell St. Paul how many thousands there are among the Jews of those who have believed, and they are all zealous for the law. The religious authorities in Jerusalem were not unanimous about what stance to take toward Jesus. The Pharisees threatened to excommunicate his followers. To those who feared that everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and destroy both our holy place and our nation, the high priest Caiaphas replied by prophesying, It is expedient for you that one man should die for the people, and that the whole nation should not perish. The Sanhedrin, having declared Jesus deserving of death as a blasphemer, but having lost the right to put anyone to death, hands him over to the Romans, accusing him of political revolt, a charge that puts him in the same category as Barabbas, who had been accused of sedition. The high priests also threatened Pilate politically so that he would condemn Jesus to death. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.